I'm Richard Dodd, and you're listening to the Ecology Academy podcast. This is a show where we get to talk and learn about all things ecological, including interviews with top ecologists, both employers and employees, those working with ecologists, and also aspiring and inspiring career-seeking individuals setting out to make a difference. The show aims to provide you with insights, advice, and inspiration to help you succeed and excel as an effective ecologist and to make a real difference to our natural environment. Hello and welcome to the Ecology Academy podcast. Now today it's just me, Richard Dodd, I'm going to be your host and we're going to be diving into a topic that it actually means a lot to me um, and that is the role of coaching and mentoring. So we're going to look at the differences and similarities between the two. Now both coaching and mentoring are powerful tools. I've used them both in my personal and professional development. Um, They share common goals, develop skills, for instance, enhance performance and facilitate growth, but they can approach these from different angles. And understanding these differences can help us make the most of these relationships and identify us, you know, whether we need a coach or a mentor or a mixture of the two. Now, just so we're clear, so during this during this this podcast, we're going to look at the defining the coaching and mentoring. So discussing the definitions of coaching and mentoring, what do they mean, and how are they typically implemented. Um, also, we'll look at the role of a coach and the role of a mentor. How do they differ? What are the similarities? Explore you know there's differences in the roles that they that that the individuals um, um, take on board, and what responses responsibilities does each role entail. We're going to look at applications of coaching and mentoring, discussing the different scenarios where coaching and mentoring can be applied and how you as an individual or you within your company can benefit from these methods. How to choose between a coach and a mentor, providing guidance on how to decide whether a coach or a mentor is more suitable for a person's specific needs. Looking at my own examples, so we're looking. I'm going to share a couple of stories from my own coaching and mentoring relationships, um, what made these relationships successful, um, um, and also what you, as my listener, <laughs> can learn from them. We're going to look at challenges in coaching and mentoring, discussing potential challenges in coaching and mentoring mentoring relationships and how to overcome them and finally how to find a coach or a mentor so I'm going to provide a couple of tips my own advice on how to find a suitable coach or mentor what should listeners look for in a potential coach or mentor so let's kick off straight away with defining the the role for each of these um for for the coach and mentor really so I mean you're going to have your own definition of what a coach and mentor is but um, after a little bit of research, I'll read out some dictionary definitions of coaching. So a couple of for each. So coaching, first of all, coaching is a process that aims to improve performance and focuses on the here and now rather than on the distant past or future. It is a partnership between the coach and the individual that supports the achievement of results based on goals set by the individual. So that's one definition. Another definition is coaching is a professional relationship that helps people produce extraordinary results in their lives, careers, business or organisations, helping them to bridge the gap between where they are now and where they want to be. Now, you may agree or disagree or have your own sort of definition of what coaching is. Um, Now, mentoring. So a couple of definitions for mentoring. 
Mentoring is a relationship in which a more experienced or knowledgeable person helps to guide a less experienced or less knowledgeable person. The mentor may be older or younger than the person being mentored, but they must have a certain area of expertise. So there you go, there's one slight difference there. Second definition, mentoring is a process for the informal transmission of knowledge, social capital, and the the psychosocial support perceived by the recipients as relevant to work, career, or professional development. Mentoring entails informal communication, usually face-to-face and during a sustained period of time between a person who is perceived to have a greater relevant knowledge, wisdom or experience, that's the mentor, and a person who is perceived to have less, the protégé or mentee. So, okay, okay, that, that's, that's, that's the definitions of coaching and mentoring. Now, throughout our lives, we're going to have different sort of requirements for uh, the need for maybe a coach or the need for a mentor or maybe even probably both uh, at the same time. You know, so when do these roles switch around? So um, uh, I, I suppose we're looking at the role now of each of the coach or the mentor. Um, and um, I think coaching, for me, coaching can help with maybe seeing your clients through multiple psychological lenses, um, helping understand or work with maybe neurodivergent clients or colleagues, or understanding and building your resilience, having difficult conversations at work, coping with loss, uncertainty and grief, or perhaps how to leave your job on good terms. So those that I think those are some areas where coaching can help, and you can see maybe there's a crossover with mentoring there. But I think mentoring can certainly help you with the skills, behaviours related to your career and business development. And a mentor can provide guidance and offer solutions or provide suggestions on how to resolve an issue or how to do, develop a particular skill. So I think the role, you have to be quite defined about what you want to get out of your relationship. Is it something that you want to learn and get better at? Therefore, you may want a mentor to help you with that. You know, so something like, uh, you know, working towards your bat license, for instance, someone or maybe your botanical skills, um, how to get the best out of them, where to go on the different courses, uh, maybe how to um, implement those. Maybe going to a mentor will help you with that to your career development, um, give you advice there. Whereas if it is about more about, you know, uh, you know, your own inner beliefs, and challenging those, maybe looking at things from a different perspective, things that may necessarily advance your career in terms of a particular skill, although everything could be a particular skill and therefore learnt. Um, you know, I'd say these the psychological um, elements to our work, you know, how to deal with um, um, uh, uh, obtrusive clients and colleagues, you know, how to get that pay rise. Now, how do you give yourself that self-belief? Um, and these may be elements of certain coaching that come in because I think they can be quite subjective, offer different opinions. And, um, you know, you may have, you know, your own thoughts, but you want to be, but you want to seek advice of others. And I think that's the role of a coach can help you bring those elements out, asking you the, the you know, challenging questions that maybe you haven't thought for yourself. So, I mean, that's the sort of difference between the role of a coach and a mentor. And you may have your own perceived ideas of what that may be. So, when could you use it? What the applications of coaching and mentoring? Now, I've got a few suggestions here. So, a professional coach, for instance, can assist you in a wide 
range of areas depending on the expertise and particularly your needs. So career development. So um, you may have a career coach. They can help you identify your strengths, your interest, your motivations, your values, and align these with your career goals, for instance. They can assist you in making career decisions, transitioning perhaps to a new career or advancing in your current career, or as I mentioned before, actually even leaving that career, that job to actually go and seek somewhere else. So your career development. They could also, depending upon your, I mean, you know, where you are on your journey, your leadership skills. So leadership coaches, for instance, may focus on developing your leadership abilities. They can help improve your decision-making skills, manage teams more effectively, how to communicate better and develop a leadership style that suits you. Um, there may be performance requirements, you know, performance improvements. Um, so performance coaches, for instance, or advice or coaching on performance will help work with you to enhance your skills and abilities in your current role. They can help you set and achieve performance goals, manage time effectively, and maybe improve your productivity. So there's tips and tools that they could use there to um, you know, enhance your performance, for instance. Um, now, of course, you know, it's not just all work, it's also life as well. So life coaches, you've probably heard of these. And so they can help you achieve your personal goals and improve your overall quality of life. So they can assist with like that, you know, that work-life balance that um, is, uh, often eludes us, stress management, personal growth and self-confidence. Um, there's also, if you are a business owner or um, you know, an executive, for instance, there is that type of coach, coaching, executive coaching. So they work with high-level professionals to enhance their leadership skills, decision-making, and strategic planning. They can also help with change management, improving team dynamics, and navigating complex, often complex, uh, organizational politics. Um, if we want to improve our health and well-being, the coaches will help us with our physical and mental health. They can help develop a fitness plan, for instance, improve your diet, manage your stress, and achieve a healthier lifestyle. Um, money is important to us. So financial coaching, um, they can help you with your finances, create a budget, maybe plan for a retirement, looking at um, you know, your pensions, for instance, or navigate financial challenges, particularly relevant at this time with um, the cost of living. And also, you know, if anyone does have a mortgage, you know, remortgaging, I think that's something that can help the um, help with. So it's not just about a mortgage advice uh, or a financial advice. It's actually about that like, coaching, how you your relationship with money. And Final, finally, well, finally for, for me, anyway, uh, business coaching. So this is an area where I think I've had most support. So uh, in, in so helping me, um, you know, so first of all, you know, starting or running a business, creating business plans, marketing, sales, and other as aspects of running a business, which is huge. <laughs> so uh, you know, that's that's the area that I've had most support on, most coaching in. So and the effectiveness of coaching often depends on the rapport or the trust that between the coach and the individual. So it's important that you find a coach who understands your needs and goals. Sometimes you'll find one straight away. Uh, other times it may be that you need to work on that relationship as well. So it's not just think that you get a coach and that's it. You're stuck with them. It, no, it's a bit like, you know, you're choosing the right person to help you your individual style, your individual learning needs. So, you know, choosing the right coach can certainly help there. You know, you don't need to just uh, choose one. And also you can have multiple 
coaches at the same time, depending on, I say, whether it is for your personal or actually professional business, you know, uh, fitness, finance, whatever it is, you know, multiple different coaches. Now, how about the sort of the sort of the roles of uh, and applications of actually a mentor? So they can provide you guidance and support in similar areas, you know, a variety of areas depending on their expertise and your needs. Again, career guidance, so they can share their experiences, provide advice on career progression, and help you navigate the complexities of your own organization. They can assist with job transitions, promotions, and longer-term career planning. So, you know, it gives you that in-house sort of feel. A mentor tends to be someone you either know. I mean, usually you probably have your line manager who may be your mentor. And as professional skills development, clearly this is, comes in where, you know, training and development. So they can help you improve your professional skills, such as leadership, communication, negotiation, and strategical thinking. But those also can provide you with information on, that's, uh, say, that advancement of uh, maybe your career as a botanist or an entomologist. Um, something that's actually very specific to what you want to achieve. So that may be in-house or it may be um external for instance that you know if you're you know if you if you're the owner of a business or if you're an employee and you want to bring in a different skill within your company or develop a new skill you may need to seek that elsewhere and you're probably going to go to someone who actually actually has that experience can give you the highs and lows of that and pass that information on networking so mentors can obviously help you introduce well in, can help introduce you to other people so in their professional field so for instance when i mentor people that if there's a particular skill that i don't particularly have hopefully i'll know someone who does have that skill and make that introduction so that can either be direct you know face to face or it can actually be via you know something like linkedin for instance um Work-life balances, so mentors can actually uh, provide advice about demand. You know, uh, um, working with your demands of work, your capacity management, for instance. You know, dealing with that stress. Yes, that personal life based on their own experiences, how they manage to deal with, you know, how they prioritise things at work. You know, how do they sort of um, manage those workloads? I and mean, what skills have they learnt that may be that may be useful to you? Um, personal growth, for instance, a mentor can help you develop greater self-awareness, confidence and resilience. Yes, that's that word yet again, the resilience. They can challenge the way you think. So they can help set your personal goals and encourage you to step out of your comfort zone. Uh, leadership development. Uh, so if you're in a leadership role or if you aspire to be a leader, a mentor can provide guidance on effective leadership. So for instance, if you are moving, transitioning from being maybe an assistant ecologist to a consultant or into a senior principal level roles, um, you know, a, a mentor can help you understand what that level requires. Um, so you can, you know, you can assess it yourself. Go, actually, you know, what can I bring to that level, that role, or what do I need to actually be aware of that role? That role. I didn't realise that, um, you know, I'd have to be actually appraising other people, mentoring other people myself. You know, how can I do that? So I think that's a great idea. You know, great um, sort of um, use of. Um, a mentor is, is that transition between the different levels, different roles there. And of course, ethical guidance, you know, so mentors can provide guidance on professional ethics and decision making, helping you navigate the sort of um, complex ethical dilemmas in your career. So I mean, that could be, um, you know, challenging aspects in terms of your relationship with uh, maybe a colleague at work uh, or a professional relationship with a client. You know, you know, we've had those scenarios where maybe you're out on site, 
discover something that maybe looks like it's an unlawful situation, what do you do? Do you tell them to work straight away or do you have to go away and think about things? Do you just leave it? You know, what are those decisions you actually make? And also about your own career. You know, do you go, okay, well, I, I may not be comfortable with the areas I'm working in, uh, but I'm willing to sacrifice um, part of my own values, for instance, to actually, you know, gain, you know, the longer term in terms of my career. So the relationship usually can be long term um, and it's most beneficial when the mentor and mentee have shared interests, values or career paths. So that, I think those are just the different areas between coaching and mentoring. So, so how do you choose between a coach and a mentor? And I think it's, it's getting to be a bit you know, maybe a little bit more transparent and obvious now that it depends upon where you are in your career, your personal life, what you want to achieve from that. So is it something very specific about maybe, you know, you want to gain someone's knowledge and experience and understand how they went through a challenge or, you know, and giving advice about, them, you know, their thoughts and, and, and insights. So you're probably going to look towards a mentor for that. And I say it could be in-house, so internal mentor, maybe, maybe you know, you know, a senior member of your team, for instance, but it doesn't have to be a senior member of your team. It's someone who's gone through that experience themselves. So don't just look to a senior member of the team. It could be actually someone who is actually newer to the organization, but has gone through um, the elements that you're going through as well. You want to seek their advice. Um, so it can be a two-way um, street as well. So don't think it's just, a, a, you know, just one. You have to look above you, um, you know, look around you to see who the, can be the, your best mentor. And sometimes those mentors are, um, you know, people who have just joined the organization. They may have different life experiences that you can actually, sh- you know, that they can, that you can actually relate to or want to understand. Whereas if it's something that's maybe quite challenging in terms of your own limiting beliefs and we all have these little confidence gremlins on our shoulders um so you know dealing with maybe difficult clients and how would you actually transition from being a um, um you know a coach uh, sorry not coach a a, a um a uh, uh, an assistant ecologist to um, even far field up, up, up to um, sort of um, you know the next level to to uh, an assistant uh, so a senior ecologist for instance so looking about um, sort of um, the skills you need there but also sort of the mindset you need and uh, I say dealing with grief and loss and that may come from an external advisor but there may be in house people you know they may be counsellors for instance within your organisation if you have a larger you work for a larger company. But there may, if you're for a smaller company, then you can maybe even there may be even some sort of a health package that you actually go and see seek some counselling. So counselling, coaching, similarities between the two there, um, but um, it's helping you understand your own um, um, your own thoughts, bringing something out that you probably know really um, about your, uh, you know, just finding something information about yourself. So a coach will ask challenging questions or maybe questions that actually you didn't realize you know you, you know you, you should ask yourself really so uh, and also coaches tend to be great listeners so men- mental i mean mentors can be, also be great listeners clearly uh, but mentors are there to help you solve a problem so they will give you advice so it's, you, they, they're giving you the advice themselves whereas a coach no, won't necessarily give you advice they will just help you come to your own understanding of a situation. So a mentor, uh, as I say, it can be a problem solver, give their experience and pass that on. Whereas a coach will draw that information out from yourself. What is limiting you? What is it those deep rooted factors? And it can be quite emotional having a real professional coach 
um, you know, drill down into those um, those those fears that we may have, but also realization actually it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. You know, actually I do have the skill, the confidence to actually take this forward, and and by really subtle questioning, a coach is an amazing person to have around you because they will bring out because it's a bit like um. um they will give you the tools. You have, you know, they will give you the tools. They will raise your confidence, actually, uh, to 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 solve a problem yourself. Um, so I think the difference between a coach and a mentor are quite apparent then. So um, I'll give you a couple of examples now of, of how I've used coach and mentors in my past. Now, in my early career. I may didn't I, mean, I didn't know what I was going what I wanted to do or actually how to progress and where to go to for advice and so um, you know you know I, I probably had many mentors throughout my career throughout my life and um, so they could be they could be you know your family they could be for your friends they will give you other advice and hopefully it'd be impartial uh, it'd be honest uh, advice as well and um, so but within my professional career I've used a mentor to help me develop my own you know personal uh, my skills in terms of um, my ecological skills so understanding biodiversity net gain I'm going working with a mentor now to help me understand biodiversity net gain for instance it's something that's new to me and uh, I you you know we're all sort of in the same boat in terms of that uh, it is a new concept but it's learning from people who can actually assist and then that's both externally and also internally so um so within my own organization or my own company, we have people who got, you know, far, you know, well, let's put it this way. I, you know, you know, I probably will not be practicing biodiversity in that game myself, but I need to have an understanding of it. Therefore, I'm using a mentor to actually bring that out uh, uh, to help me. Whereas coaches, um, I've used coaches probably uh, only in the last uh, 10, 15 years. And um, so a coach, I mean, it's, it, I think it, to find a coach, I think they would introduce it to me, and um, I've used a coach to actually help me with my business. So um, I've, it's part of his personal development as well. So you know, understanding my relationships, for instance, but also a business coach to help me understand about my leadership skills, bringing out sort of the traits, my inner beliefs, my fears. Uh, uh, you know, um, uh, how to how to deal with my colleagues and help my colleagues, and also about you say you say the leadership skills I need to run a business. The, the um, so it's it's really helped me over the past couple of years. Then, well, you know, say ten to fifteen years, I continually to use a coach. Um, I, I've got a couple of coaches at the moment. I have a couple of mentors on at the, at the moment as well. I also provide coaching. I also provide men, You know, I am a mentor to other people as well. So don't think that you haven't got something to give as well. So you may be able to be coached and mentored, but equally so, you probably can coach and mentor other people yourself. So don't think that um, you know it's one or the other. Um, but yeah, so um, it's helped me with, um, I say, the difficult life I've had in terms of um, with, with the business, growing the business, scaling the business, uh, me as an individual, bringing out, uh, I say, dealing with those confidence gremlins that we all have. So it doesn't matter how, you know, where you are with an organization, you could be just be starting out, you could be coming towards the end of your career. Um, we all need a little bit of support. And I think that's helped me, you know, the coaching really helps um, sort of talk about things. I think that's part of it. You know, as a leader, as a business owner, for instance, I'll give you my very honest insight here. You know, it can be quite lonely. Um, you know, you're, you're seen as 
to know everything about the business, everything about the company. They look to you for inspiration and guidance, um, you know, your colleagues do. And sometimes you may not know the answer or actually you think, am, am I making the right decision? Because there's a lot of people that depend upon me. And this fear, this little confidence gremlins sit on your shoulder and thinking, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know when to do this. And I think coaching really helps bring that out, actually take a step back, Give you, gives you some tools, um, so, uh, you know, techniques of actually how to deal with, um, you know, self-reflection, you know, having time to think rather than react. Are you a reactive person? So therefore, you do need to take that time. How do you do that? When do you do it? And uh, ultimately, you know, making a decision based upon that and being comfortable with the decision you make. It may be wrong, and I've made many wrong decisions. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I, I'm. There's quite a few things within my own life that I'm quite ashamed of that um, has happened, but I can't change that. I cannot change the past. I can only change the future. So it's having a, that those out, that outlook on life, and that coach has helped me understand those um, elements there. So um, and also challenges in coaching and mentoring. So there there are different challenges with the coaching and mentoring. So for for instance. Remember, going right back to the very start, the definition, it's a perceived, going for mentoring here, a perceived experience, someone's more experienced than you, and also a perceived experience that you are less, you have less experience than this person. So it's a perception. Now, it may be during your first stages with your mentor um, that you realize, oh, well, actually, this person does, you know, they know a little bit more than me, but not significantly more, um, you know. How do you take that relationship forward? So a challenge for that area could be, well, how do I let my... Actually, this mental relationship, I don't think I'm going to gain as much as I thought I was going to gain. This person may not know as much information as uh, I thought they did. And I think that's being honest with them and saying, look, um, I, I, I think I need someone with a little bit more experience. Can you recommend anyone? Or you know, And that's not going to... I don't think that's going to impact your relationship with that mentor. You know, because they a mentor, as, as a mentor myself... Um, I want to help someone. I want to help them be the best version of themselves they can. So if I'm not going, if I can't do that, I'd want to know as a mentor straight away. Uh, Richard, uh, you know, thank you for your time, but I don't think you know you can help me with this particular skill or this particular this particular uh, challenge I have at, the, at this moment in time. Um, uh, thank you for your time. Is, is there anyone you could recommend? And you know, that's uh, I'm looking for particularly for this area, you know, within my career development. And as a mentor, I'm going to welcome that. I'm thinking, actually, do you know what? You know, I'm not, I'm not going to waste that person's time, and also, you know, waste my own time um, building some up, up a tiny little bit when actually they want a bigger transition, bigger, you know, sort of impact. So I'm doing my job by actually releasing that person. But equally so, as a mentee, you need also to challenge your mentor. You know, so um, don't think that because someone's offered to, to to mentor you doesn't mean you have to stick with them. Okay, you may outgrow them, for instance. You may, you know, once once the student becomes the master, uh, you may outgrow that uh, mentor. So just think about that. They may be, you know, a mentor may be with you for quite a period of time, but there may be a time when you outgrow them. Uh, similarly with a coach, uh, coaching can be quite personal. Um, you know, you can have group coaches, you can have group mentors, um, but, you know, most of the times where I think it's quite effective when it's when it's a one-to-one -one relationship with a coach because 
it, it can be more honest, you know, an open relationship there. So you want to be able to trust that person. Now, that's quite important because you may be divulging information uh, in confidentiality, you know, full of confidence, uh, uh, confidentiality here, um, of things that may you didn't realize you were going to talk about. So, for instance, you may be talking about, um, uh, you know, in, an area of how to deal with uh, a difficult client. And actually, what has transpired from that, that, that conversation is actually, it's not really about your communication or you know, dealing with difficult clients. It's actually a fear, deep-rooted fear you may have within you. So sometimes it can be quite emotional experience uh, and, a, and a good coach, a great coach can bring that out. It's not trying to make, make you <laughs> fall on your knees in despair, but it's just that deep-rooted, okay, the, well, do you know what? This keeps happening throughout my time, you know, both in my you know work, personal life, and it's just understand, a coach can help you understand those deep-rooted, um, you know, those deep-rooted beliefs there. You know, your issues with money, your issues with relationships, they all transpire into everything we do. So a coach can help bring those elements out as well as work upon, obviously, the good stuff, the things you want to get out from that relationship in terms of, uh, uh, you know, those skills and moving on. How do you become a great leader and so forth? It may actually take you right back, I say, to the really, really deep rooted um, steps there. So, you know, there are going to be challenges there. You may not find the right coach. Um, now, finding a coach, how do you find the right coach? As I say, with the caveat that sometimes you may have to go through two or more to find the, the right coach for you in different times of your career. So finding a coach, ask someone, you know, you know, ask, ask a colleague, do you have a coach? Do you have a mentor? Who are they? What do they help you with? Do you find them useful? Um, uh, do you, how often do you meet them? Is it once a week, once a month, once a quarter, once a year? Um, where do you meet them? Is it online? You know, do you go for a coffee or, you know, where do you, you know, what's the, what's the environment you meet them in and what have they helped you with? I mean, what questions do they ask you? I mean, what do I need to bring to the party? What, you know, what, you know um, all those different things that you know, a colleague may be able to help you with just to identify whether a coach or a mentor would be good for you. Now, if you are an employee, you probably do have a line manager and they are probably going to be your mentor and may also be your coach. And um, But you can also ask that person you know, about their experiences. Where did they get their uh, you know, who mentors them, who coaches them. Now, if you can't find anyone or actually there's no sort of straight answer coming from that person or actually they don't have a coach themselves or mentor above them. And, and it can happen because um, some people are just busy doing, you know, helping you rather than helping themselves as well because it, it, I think we, we all need, uh, say, that that's um, in a, an experience and help throughout our careers and, and, and life. But okay, so if you haven't got that, if you haven't got anyone to go to to actually help out, reach out on um, you know um, to, to myself. I'm, I'm happy to actually put you in touch with some some um, some coaches that I know. Um, and I say these people, the beauty about them, um, the, you know, video conferencing using Teams, Google Hangouts, and Zoom, for instance, is that a coach can be anywhere in the world to help you at any time. Okay, so uh, you know, so, um, I so there's different organisations you can go to. Even if you just like, you know, you know, put it into a search engine, find me a coach. It will help you do that. You know, mentor. Obviously, within within our own profession, Siam have their own mentorship 
platform. So go up and sign up there if there's something specific you want specific uh, you want there. Um, so th there's that that mentor that platform there. There are also different mental platforms. Mental platforms. So it could be that you want to teach yourself coding. Now clearly, Syme isn't going to help you with that. So you may need to reach out to different areas to help you with coding or maybe innovation, technology, the use of um, you know in, in, as innovation, creativity, for instance, that problem solving. These are elements that you may need support with. Uh, critical thinking. I'm just rambling these off at the moment. But yeah, you can see how that you may need to find an external mentor to help you with those elements, especially if you're going to bring it in uh, to your, your organization. Uh, coaching, uh, as I say, there may be counselors or coaching professionals within your organization if you tend to belong to a larger organization but uh, more than likely there there aren't going to be those people so it is actually talking to you know, say colleagues uh, but also I say yeah finding things out on LinkedIn for instance um, you know you'll, you'll find many coaches there make sure they are the right one for you so I think that's going to be quite crucial uh, really now uh, I think one area that um so, you know, one area we didn't really discuss was about the similarities and differences between coaching. I suppose, you know, the, the similarities are that they can be both goal-orientated, they can be relationship, but they're both relationship-based. You know, it can be one-on-one -on -one, or it can be, uh, you know, you, you may be part of a group coaching or mentoring um, um, uh, session itself. They, can, they will both provide feedback and guidance to you. In different elements, different ways, you know, both coaching and mentoring involve providing feedback and guidance. So the coach or mentor can help you reflect on your performance, identify areas for improvement and develop strategies to help you achieve, you know, your goals, for instance. So differences, I say, it can be duration. So often it seemed that coaching is short term and mentoring is long term. Now, I, 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 I sort of can challenge that a little bit. You know, I say I have had a coach for many, many years and uh, where I've had mentors for maybe just, you know, just a couple of sessions to help me through something. So, I, I, you know, I sometimes, yeah, you know, it depends on the element of your skill. I think the, the length of time you, you're with a coach or a mentor, I think varies. They can be short term, they can both be short term and they can both be long term um, themselves. Um, so uh, and but, but direction, uh, I suppose direction coaching is generally more structured and directed by the coach that ask you questions, but but more uh, but importantly, they listen. So a good coach will actually listen to what you say, pick up on sort of the, the common 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 themes that may come from there, and challenge you on those issues, not necessarily providing you with a solution. So the solution tends to come from you. If you're being coached, whereas a mentor will probably give you solutions. They're problem problem solvers, and they often jump in and uh, you know, not saying they don't listen. You know, clearly they need to listen, um, but uh, they will offer solutions up, give you advice. Now, both coaching and mentoring, you, it is a person's reflection of what they've what you've told them. So, a coach and a mentor can only do as much as you divulge. So. I think you have to enter these relationships in honesty, you know, so tell them exactly, you know, there's no fear, there's no embarrassment about, oh, actually, I don't know the answer to that question. A coach will help you draw the answer out, whereas a mentor may go say, okay, well, right, here's some tips, I think it would really help me, writing, writing down, you know, three things will help, you know, this conversation. So they may do a bit of prep work. Um, so I think those are, you know, some of the little challenges. Now, 
we're coming to the end of the conversation now in terms of what my, I would advise really is, um, and this is through my own experience, social media. Now, social media can be a good thing, as we know, and can also be a bad thing. Now, I wouldn't rely on social media to be your coach, and I wouldn't rely on social media to be your mentor. Now, we can, we've all probably experienced, you know, po- posting something maybe on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram, you know, I don't use TikTok, so I can't really talk about that at all. Um, but, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, asking a question and you're getting some uh, answers back. And it's usually, it can be quite biased because it's, you know, just, you know, especially if it's just a small sample size and you're getting two people coming back to you. So using social media can be quite biased. It can be quite confrontational. Uh, it may not give you the answer you're looking for. Um, it may not solve the, the, the question you, you know, you've asked uh, itself. It may throw up a lot of different, um, you know, spurious answers. So don't think that social media is going to help you be a mentor or a coach. They may help find you a mentor or coach and may provide you with some insights. But, are, but be highly aware, uh, 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 critical, should I say, of anything that comes that you post on social media and the answers you get back. So that, that's, my, <laughs> that's my observation is that Facebook is probably not your friend. Uh, in order to get that um, that support network, I think you need a deeper relationship, deeper meaningful relationship, and I don't think you can get that from social media. You probably would have to, you probably will. It has to come from someone who has got your vested interest in heart at heart. So someone you know, someone you like, someone you trust, and you can only build up those three elements by engaging in a, a bit of a relationship with that person. So just bear that in mind. And that goes through all the aspects, you know, all social media uh, platforms, not just Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, TikTok and, and so forth and, uh, you know, Instagram. So hope that's helped. I say what we've gone through today is just a, a sort of um, my experiences, you know, looking about, um, you know, defining coach and mentoring, the role of a coach and a mentor, the applications, when they can be used, when they maybe can't be used, um, how to choose between a, a coach and a mentor, um, uh, and also the challenges in finding one and also working with one and you know when to say yes to, and when to say no to a coach and um, I hope that's helped I say um, it, um, we'll be back in September uh, with the next podcast but in the meantime thank you for listening to the Ecology Academy podcast if you enjoy our show and want to help then please click on the subscribe button and rate us on your favourite podcast player as that's how you can inspire ecologists in the making, help retain great talent and provide insights of our industry to a much wider audience of why ecology really does matter. Thank you. And remember, learning is a lifelong endeavour. So stay curious, be adventurous and build bridges for others to cross.